Good after morning. Welcome to uh, twitch.tv forward slash screen uploads. My name, you've probably forgotten by now, it's been like a bajillion weeks, but it's Graham Day. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Uh, if there's a bit of bass in my voice, it's because I'm just just coming back off the end of virusings. But how are we all doing? Hey, hey, hey. How are you, Bib? I'll read. Yes, I'm, I'm fantastic. I mean, obviously, to me, you're sounding quite well. But to other people, they're probably not necessarily the same sounding Graham that they're left with. It, it comes and goes. It comes and goes. Like, certain points of the day, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then it, it depends. Back to normal some other times. Sometimes a bit nasally, but it's fine. It is what it is. It is what it is. If you missed it, by the way, um, if you don't know who I am, uh, I'm Graham. This is Bip. Uh, I have been away for a couple of weeks. I, as you can probably tell from what I'm wearing, went to New York. I'm wearing a New York Yankees baseball jersey that I did pick up from the club shop uh, just off. I keep calling it Leicester Square. It's not Leicester Square. It's Times Square. That's the one. Um, and it was great. It was fantastic. Went on a cruise. That was great and fantastic. But then I managed to bring back the Lurg. The Lurg as well. I managed to <laughs> COVID on the way back. So fun times. Fun times. Got off, uh, got back from New York with some colour on my face for the first time in probably 15 years. And then had to sit inside the house for three days, five days, wherever it was, getting rid of COVID. So that's great. Yeah, get by, by that point, my tan has washed away. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's, there's still a bit of it left. I even notice it like when I, when I go into the shower and I can see that I've got like brown patches and white patches. Like, <laughs> look like I don't believe it. Some sort of urban camo. I mean, I'm peeling like fuck now. <laughs> but but still, yeah. still, still, yeah. How was the uh, the last couple of weeks, Bib? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been sound. Obviously, we've uh, been trying to do as much scoopage during the week it's been hella busy actually other people off on the team as well so it's been it's been very very busy over at jelly media so yeah we've been trying to do as many scoops as i, can. I think we did four last week and maybe three the week before uh one of those by the way was not my fault we actually had a load of fire stuff installed in this and the editing room now so i couldn't actually use the studio for a day um mm, yeah okay they look after our health and safety exactly um but yeah apart from that we've had some the, the, obviously when the, when the dollops are like 30 minutes 40 minutes long i'm expecting today's to be significantly longer than that <laughs> Six um, days later yeah, yeah. Uh, so they've been digestible shall we say no i have I've been, I've been jumping in and out for bits in and out of consciousness whilst you've been in and out as well but the thing is, like, quite often I'm like, oh, I've just seen the, the goal live alert. I've just finished doing what I'm doing, and then I'll jump in. But, but like I say, a dollop's 30 to 40 minutes. So by the time I've seen the goal live alert, and by the time I've finished doing what I'm doing, I've dropped in just to see us raid Spike or Wobbly or whoever kind yeah. of thing is. So bye then! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good show still, nonetheless. Yeah, good them right, good them right. Speaking of good shows... We've got good people watching good shows. Lake, he drops in nice and early, says, Soups, uh, 8P soup, now, uh, now farting like crazies. Uh, Lake, what is the difference between mincemeat and pea soup? You can mince meat, but you can't pea soup. Okay, you're welcome. Nice. Uh, Spike, good morning. Uh, I love that no stabilizers clip. Easily my favorite. It's great. It's great. <laughs> it's great. There's a reason why that's in like the intro it, that was that was like a sure thing to be put in the intro that one plus one chin although the, the difficulty with one chin is because it's music based and the intro has music it was difficult to try and get it to work but but mm -hmm. uh, design guys our video team smashed the shit out of that so ggs Gagad says good after morning bibi so i put oh i see how it is and he's put, <laughs> oh you're virus free and back in that case hi bibi <laughs> fuck you i mean love you Gagad. um <laughs> I've seen this guy before somewhere, says P Honey. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. Oh, no. <laughs> Graham's back. Uh, Prime Watch. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, welcome back, Graham. Neil. Hey. 
Eat the win. Uh, what's the difference between a chickpea and a lentil? Uh, I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't pay to have a lentil on my chest. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, speaking about beautiful, hey, Lucas, how you doing? Speaking about beautiful, Bowser, how we diddling? Welcome in. Thank you very much for dropping in with the party raid. My first morning back after New York and the Bahamas and COVID, and we get a big old raid to kick things off. You'll love to see it. Thank you very much, Bowser. How we diddling? I'm assuming we're pubbing. Was it you and the TGL boys? Who are you playing with? Who are you playing? Kraken! Good morning. How are you doing? Good after morning, should I say. It's 12.25 for us in the UK, which that reminds me. If you don't know, when I say good after morning, the reason I say that is because we go live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads each and every single weekday at 10 a.m. Ish. So we will bring you the biggest, the best, and breaking stories in the world of video games on this, the UK's number one video game podcast, if we do say so ourselves, The Scoop. Uh, and in true ice cream fashion, we will give you our thoughts and our impressions on those biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. But it's not just about our thoughts and impressions. We want to hear your thoughts and impressions. And then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. So please do feel free to get involved in the chat. We may be live on Twitch, but the live stream is turned into a podcast, a video on YouTube, and an audio podcast, pod, podcast, podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So please do feel free to get involved because there is lots of people that do watch and listen on demand. And I believe... Over 200,000 people have watched and listened to this podcast. Do you know what? Those numbers are probably even more higher by now. Because we've been yeah. at over 200,000. I mean, technically, we will always be over 200,000. So that technically mm -hmm. is right. But yeah, over 200,000 people have watched and listened to this podcast on demand. So please do feel free to get involved on those beautiful people that do watch and listen on iTunes and Spotify and Amazon Music and Google Play. There is lots of places where they do get involved. So please share your thoughts and impressions on behalf of those that can't watch here live. Before we jump into the show, though, um, I want to do a couple of shout-outs. Obviously, shout-out to Astro, our headset sponsors, GT Omega, our chair sponsors. Fucking hell, size of this moth. 12 head with that massive moth in chat. I'm assuming it's 12. It is 12. It is 12. So, yeah, fucking hell, size of this. Yeah, goddamn right. We should just set that up. We'll get rid of the... Uh, and just have that as his his alert job's good and nice. Mm. Um, and every other sponsor that uh, supports our channel, we appreciate you very much. But before we jump into the show, one last thing to remind you that Monday coming, I believe, is the first Monday of the month. It is. That will be the 3rd of July. That's my Monday. My name that, is Optimus Prime. Nacho! Thank you for the primer. Hey, everyone's here. I can see the chat just rolling away. I will catch up with you Fuck in a second. Fuck this shit, I'm out. I don't know why Tito has just typed, fuck this shit, I'm out, just after Nacho's dropped in with us. <laughs> Tito got some beef with Nacho that we don't know about. What's happening here? Tito, god damn it. <laughs> anyway, as we were just about to say, this Monday, the 3rd of July, is also my mum's birthday, but that will be the first Monday of the month, so we will... This shit amount. We will give a prize to one subscriber. Anyone that is a sub this Monday, like Nacho has just done, he's just subbed, so he will be a sub on Monday. Anyone that's a sub at 3 p.m. will be involved in the scrape. We'll scrape everyone that's a sub on our channel, put all the usernames into the wheel of names, and one person mm -hmm. will bag themselves a prize. TBC. TBC. Um, we don't know what that prize is. I can tell you where it's not going to be, though. It's not going to be one of these anymore. An Ice Cream Uploads curved baseball cap because we are mm. completely out of these now. They are entirely gone. Um, I'm trying to remember who it was. Was it Shoots? I think it was Shoots that bought the last one just before I left. We do yeah. have some flat peak hats for anyone that is a flat peaker. Um, also, a little bit of a spoiler. We are looking at sourcing a new design the next batch of ice cream uploads hats so if anyone does have My an ice cream hat and would like another one 
Speaking of someone that has an ice, ice cream across hat. to do this. Thanks for the reminder. You're welcome for the reminder. Thank you very much for the 33-month primer, Gagad. I appreciate that very much. Whew. Spicy morning so far. We've not even gotten into things yet. I'm still on my screen. Do you know I'm going to jump over to the split so we can see Bib? Hi, Bib. Says you're Good at afternoon, home, Graham. But you're not. Yeah, well, uh, technically I am. Uh, yeah, he's... It says you're in the studio now, so technically you're not. <laughs> um, completely forgot what I was saying. I don't even remember anymore. It's all happening. But Gaga, thank you very much for the 33 months. Nacho for the 11 months and Bowser for the big old raid as well, kicking things off. Let me jump back up so we can catch up then. Uh, uh, what does Graham think of grey ham as food? Don't do it. Don't do it. Living the high life, Gray. Um, it, it felt like it, Taylor. Genuinely, <coughs> excuse me. It, um, New York is incredible. It's like an always on. You're not getting any sleep, sort of city. There was just sirens, and and the worst thing is, it wasn't even like it was just sirens. There's a, a really annoying siren. I don't know what it is, but it just sounds like a police car that's not committed to being a police car. And like like normally you hear the woo 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 frosty, yeah. sort of stuff, but. Sup home. Sup home. West, thank you for triggering the hype trade. Hey. Love to see it. You do love to see it. White down and do love, yeah? That's the sound of the police. Yeah, see that? Sorry. Sorry. Was a siren. That's what you expect a siren to be like. But there's, there's some weird sort of like build-up siren. It's almost like, imagine you were getting ready for a race and you're just starting to speed up. The siren was like, ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, it's going to start soon. And then it just stopped. And it was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Don't know what it was, but it was annoying as fuck. And that kept waking me up at fucking silly o'clock in the morning. But despite that, New York was great. A Caribbean cruise, for anyone that hasn't done it, 100% recommend. That That was fecking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Exactly. I've always uh, wanted to go on one. Smash it. Like I, For me, it was... Someone, someone was talking to me about it before I went, and they were like, I'm not sure, but being stuck on a boat just sounds boring as hell. If I show you the pictures of the boat, which I can't do now because they're on my phone, but I'll show you. Like, it is a city. It is literally a city that floats around. And we were on, like, one of the, the five, I think it's number five biggest boat in the entire world we were on, yeah. called Oasis of the Seas. That class of boat is the biggest, the Oasis class. Um, and it's literally only the fifth by probably about six foot. Because every year they build one that's like a foot longer just to make it a bit bigger kind of thing. Um, and, like, we went to this private island called Coco Cay. Um, sounds nice when you say that. We went to private island. Uh, <laughs> but it was just, it was owned by the cruise company, so it's like their island kind of thing. Uh, anyway, we pulled up next to this other ship, and this other ship was massive. But then when you walk, like, down the gangway jetty whatever you want to call it to get to the island and you turn back this other ship looks like a micro machine next to our fucking mountain of a ship it was phenomenal yeah. literally multiple bars clubs restaurants there was a comedy uh cellar sort of thing where there was people doing stand-up so much so much if anyone's ever interested in doing cruising um not 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 like bad boys in cars and stuff 100 <laughs> percent recommend it was it was incredible incredible so much so that we're already looking at doing doing something else similar maybe not caribbean maybe caribbean maybe only for four days i don't know mm-hmm. but 100 um let me continue catching up sam good morning oh i see that uh gaming natural tpp yeah yeah uh jay stokes good morning bowser olga brosco glad to see you feeling better thank you very much dude i appreciate that 12 all right darling all right darling um bibi i feel like we need to bully 12 um what do we need to say that hasn't already been said 
Oh no, no, no reason. Just, just generally, I just thought I just want to share that, just because you know that's just is what it is. No, twelve <laughs> is remaining ambiguous in the big war of PUBG clans. Not that there's really a war, but I want to start making some beef. So you know, there is you know, a war. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there's, there's, there's the TGL boys. I've seen you. There's the Nanas, which is the Na- Nacho Nations. Nana. Um, there's, 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 there's the ham fam bits in it ham is it ham hamalam clan hamalam is that what it is I guess. and then there's ICU but yeah 12 just he thinks he's better than any of them he's not even joining anyone honestly shocking shocking sort it right out mate Kraken thank you very much for the bitties dude I appreciate that oh we've hit level 2 on the hype train oh yeah in fact I bet I've got one that I can throw down um Sorry, I forget how long that is. Yeah, I do need to make a, a shorter one. Just cut it to the uh, thingy bit. Um, what if we're a dom? No comment. <laughs> Probably because of the API error or he's predicting another beans win. Well, what is the API? Why is that API? Is that from my end? That must be my end. Must be my chatbot. It's must... chatbot, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't look very ill. It's because I'm a pretty man. You hide it. That's what it is. I do sound very ill. If I, if I show you the bin that's full of tissues just down there, and the excuse me, that, let me finish, and the bin that I've used for blowing my nose as well, then you'd see how ill I am. Yeah. Um, well, it is called the city that never sleeps, but it's not the city that never sleeps. It's the people bin. Thank you very much for fifty-five oof. months. Oh, hey, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he didn't go oof. He just went oof. Yeah. Um, New York is like living in a pinball machine twenty-four-seven. It, it's it was great though. Great sign impression, mate. Love that. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> it's the New York Fire Department. Sirens are the worst. See, I don't, I don't know if I heard of a fire engine while I was there. I might have done. There's just so much going on. You you don't really notice by the end of it. Uh, the sound of New York yeah. brainwashing you to buy Yankees merchandise. It worked though. this fucking thing cost me. Oh, fuck that. It was great, though. I mean, I was always going to buy it. It was $25 just for a crappy thing kind of thing. So $115 for this. Big ham! I've just been been throwing shade at you guys. Just been throwing shade at you guys. I mean, throwing shade at everyone. Really, it was just at 12, but I'll give it to everyone as well. Neil! What is that? Is this... Is that the, um... I can't remember what it's called. The the highlight my message with money thing. If it is, Tito is the Tore, one pound. I that's the best pound you've ever spent, my life, <laughs> my friend. 100 percent Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> uh cracking with a hundred bit is nothing compared to ICU clan. There we go. And this is so that so this this is this is where the shade was being thrown, Ham. I was actually throwing it at 12, but I used it as an opportunity to throw a shade at everyone else. Um 12 thinks he's bigger, bigger than anyone. He's not in Clan ICU. He's not in the Ham Clan. He's not in TGL. Not in the Nacho Nation. He's not interested. Thinks he's bigger than Nacho all of us. Nacho Nation. Yeah. Love that. It's good, isn't it? It just rolls off the tongue. Stay frosty. Nah, nah. Nacho Nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We woo, we woo, we woo, lol. <laughs> we woo, we woo, we woo, lol. Thank you very much for weeing all over the woos. We appreciate that. Do you know what? Whilst we're on, I'm going to have a quick check to see if mine... I, I think I might have did mine before we left. Uh... I think loading, 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 still loading. Longest that it's taken anything to ever, <laughs> ever. Resources at 4,000%. <laughs> if, uh, if the stream goes down now, you know why. My name is Optimus Prime. Thank you, me! 47 months, let's go! Um, yeah! It's gone. Um... 
Let's do it, says Kraken. Goddamn right. Uh, tissue's right next to, uh, to the strategically placed lotion bottle. You know, I'm not that intelligent. That would be an absolute win. Typical PlayStation owner. What, 12? Is he? <laughs> All right. Mackenzie, good morning, dude. Oh, good afternoon. Katie Nicole, hey, how you doing? Welcome in. Uh, it's Mackenzie, by the way. What's Mackenzie? <laughs> what, what, what? Uh, just because I'm the best right winger in the team. Yeah, uh, might have picked a clan. Might not be any of you. A uh, lot of offers had to take time to consider my uh, my options. <laughs> All right, yeah, mate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I actually do have a story about about clans. I um I went looking at clans. I was typing in like like do you know in the search function if anyone that's not, not used PUBG and doesn't know what it is there's clans in PUBG now um and if you hold your um on PlayStation your middle <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> P honey thank you for gifting the sub to Pirate Lou I appreciate that very very much cheers dude Love that. nice anyway just saying then if you hold the middle button on the uh, the control pad uh it brings up the clan menu and then you can search for other clans so I was just doing a little bit of paving at the other clans uh, clans out there so if you go search for ICU, you'll find clan ICU, and then there'll be other pe other clans that have got ICU as their clan tag. If you search for ham, you'll find uh, Big Hamish's clan and other clans that use the ham tag. There is one other clan uh, that uses ham as their tag, and their uh, their, their clan name is Ham Job, <laughs> <laughs> which made me chuckle. amazing. So there you go. So if if you're gonna if you're gonna join Clan Ham. Make sure it's not the ham job. Join the proper one. <laughs> nice. Uh, Twelve's head is bigger than all those clans put together. Facts, facts. Oh. Uh, joining Sunlight's clan, we already know. God damn it. Um, love you, bye. Love you, bye. Uh, thanks for the gift. So, Pirate Lou, welcome in, dude. I meant sorry, welcome in. What I meant to say was welcome aboard. There you go. <laughs> nice. See that? Even with the coffee throat, still smashing. Love it. that. Nice. Uh, that's my second clan. Yeah, ham job. Choo-choo, is there any news today? There is, but as Bibby said when we started things off, I mean, you've been getting dollops that are 30 to 40 minutes all week. This is going to be easily two to three hours today. Easily. Join the ham clan and never play with any of them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Clipping it. You're welcome, you're welcome. I'll do it when I've not got COVID and I'll go full, like, full into it, like... <laughs> that sort of stuff. Uh, ooh, see that? Let's make this all a break in my voice, is that... <clears throat> okay, we are here for video game news. Sorry, sorry, Gagad. We'll, we'll get to it. Okay, nice. Now, we do have a few stories for you today. We're going to kick things off talking about... PlayStation, because you know, best console out there. So it's, it's one that all the OGs choose. The, the proper gamers amongst us all play on PlayStation. Now, I'm joking. Okay, let's be aside. But there has been an ongoing case between Xbox, uh, PlayStation, Bethesda. Xbox wants to buy Bethesda, not Bethesda. No, Activision, Blizzard, that's the one. Xbox wants to buy those. PlayStation doesn't want them to buy those. And in doing so, they've provided a lot of information to the courts, most of which usually gets redacted. But Sony tried and failed to redact their documents. So we have some pretty interesting financial figures that we would never, ever see. Specifically, exactly how much it costs to make certain games. You don't figure those figures out. You never get shown those figures. Today we do. So we'll kick things off mm -hmm. talking about that. We'll then talk about some other revealed emails which have shed light on Microsoft and Sony's negotiations over Activision's PlayStation Future. Then sad news for fans of the Cycle Frontier is the game is shutting down this September. And as we always do on a Friday, but on a Thursday, it's <laughs> free game. 
Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> exactly, yes. We'll wrap things up by telling you how, uh, not how, what PlayStation Plus games you will get free next month, i.e. in the next few days. Usually Tuesday, I think it goes live. I'll, I haven't actually read the article, so I'll check that one. But July 2023's PlayStation Plus games have been leaked. I've not read the article, but I bet it's by Bill Bill Kun or whatever it is. It's always the same person. Always the same person. Every month. Month in, month out. And PlayStation <laughs> somehow still haven't managed to block that. But there you go. Uh, for now, though, Mr. Bib. Yes. Are you interested in finding out a little bit more about the uh, Sony, Xbox, Activision, Blizzard sort of stuff, but with a twist, finding out how uh, much shitloads of games cost? Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, what's the purpose of this podcast if I'm not? I was full on expecting you to go, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think you, padding segments, I'm well aware. Noise. I appreciate the padding because it gave me just enough time to bring this up on screen as Andy Robinson at VGC says, pull the redacted Sony docs reveal Last of Us and Horizon sequels cost $200 million plus. Uh, the tagline says, scale of modern Sony interactive entertainment game budgets accidentally laid bare by court documents. Awkward. Okay, the article says, Pool and redacted documents published as part of the Microsoft versus FTC court battle have laid bare the scale of PlayStation's budgets for its modern blockbusters. Uh, one document published on Wednesday discusses the huge sums required to develop major first-party games at Sony Interactive Entertainment, redacting key figures such as team sizes, budgets, and development time. However, as discovered by journalist Tom Warren, the redacted information appears to have been done so with a pen and then scanned in by lawyers, meaning that the numbers were still clearly visible. So, uh, shortly after this discovery, the docs were pulled. <laughs> oh, God. Just Might as well just had a, please don't read this bit. <laughs> okay, oh. I won't. Wink, wink. Um, <clears throat> Sony's lawyers. Imagine that. Imagine being the lawyers for Sony, uh, a multi-billion dollar company, and then ballsing up that much. I mean, I, you can see it in the article here on screen. Um, it has a screenshot of the scan documents, and it's basically black writing on a white background, as you would get in most documents. And then there is a light hazing grey over certain words, but because it's not black, you can still see the black lettering underneath it. So it's more like highlighting in grey rather than actually redacting. That's awkward. Someone has been fired over that 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, revealed in the documents is... Horizon Forbidden West cost some $212 million to make and was worked on by around 300 employees for five years. Uh, Next, The Last of Us Part 2 cost some $220 million to make and was worked on by around 200 people for five years. Nice. (laughs) Great. Uh, It was already known that modern AAA... Get out of here. Uh, it was already known that modern AAA games cost over $100 million to create, but this is the first time the full scale of SIE's budgets has been revealed. And it's likely that these figures don't include non-development costs, such as marketing, which will be another $100 million, probably, uh, I imagine. Uh, speaking in 2020, former PlayStation American boss Sean Layden, who oversaw the development of The Last of Us Part Two, discussed what he viewed to be the, quote, unsustainable costs of creating modern blockbusters. Um, Layden referred to a common theme that the development costs had doubled with every new console generation and claimed that the last-gen games had reached between 80 million and 150 million for most AAA games. Quote, the problem with that model is that it's just not sustainable, he said. Quote, I don't think that in the next generation you can take those numbers and uh, multiply them by two and think that you can grow, end quote. He added... 
court. I think the industry as a whole needs to sit back and go, all right, what are we building? What is the audience's expectation? What is the best way to get our story across and, and say what we need to say? Okay, we'll stop there. We'll stop there. We don't need to go through that anymore. But a poorly redacted document reveals that The Last of Us and Horizon Games both cost over $200 million to make, a figure that was clearly meant to be hidden, but someone done goofed and shared that. What are your thoughts, Mr. Bid? Yeah, someone's definitely been fired off this, off of the back of this. Like that information is redacted for a reason, and for someone to not redact it in a manner which it's not been redacted. <laughs> Essentially, they've they've gone over it with fucking transparent pen. Um, so yeah, someone's definitely probably. I say definitely, probably it's definitely a contra- uh, a contradictory statement, but someone's definitely lost their jobs or been sued for the ass for this. I mean. It's a weird one with video games because we don't necessarily always know how much these games are at that cost to be made. But when it comes to any other media, we get an idea of how much things cost. Like, especially when it comes down to films and things like that, or TV series. So if you go into anything, you can go to Wikipedia, you can go into IMDb, and it'll tell you how much it costs to actually make or the budget that was available to them and then how much they got brought through in the, the, the box office. So a lot of the studios are very good at telling you how much they've actually made. Um, off of the back of the the game actually being produced and distributed out and people buying it but they never really tell you how much it's been made and it's such a weird world that we live in that that is the case but for stuff like this obviously they wanted to try and keep it close to the chest and instead someone's balls it up royally and we get an idea of how much it costs to be able to create these games like I'm going to be honest I actually think it's a little bit less than I thought it was going to be, especially for new gen consoles, because the cost of things tends to go down once things have been out for a while. And I don't mean in terms of the games being out for a while, but in terms of newer consoles, things end up costing a lot more because I don't necessarily know the corners that they could potentially cut or the people who have been making games for so long that go, actually, we don't need to spend three days doing that. Your time, three days. We can definitely get that down to a day and a half because you've got so much experience using these. I actually thought the cost might be a little bit higher for these types of games, especially with them just uh, arriving out over the last 18 months and stuff. So, yeah, uh, I actually thought it would cost more. So it is surprising to me that we've actually got this information, but this is probably going to be a benchmark that's being held across the board now for any other third-party games that come out for PlayStation now because they're not a million miles away from each other. The interesting thing to see, though, is uh, I just had a message from Lotus, by the way, saying Bibs Mike has way too much bass. We can't fix that right now, but we will have a look at that after the stream. So, um, my mic has too much bass. My mic's telling me no. Interesting. Ooh, seems okay to me, but I, I, yeah, I'll, we'll we'll listen back to the hold put anyway. Um, yeah, the interesting thing for me is the Last of Us Part Two very very much uh, an appreciated game. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn or Forbidden West whichever one this one was talking about us uh, in this a very very much appreciated game two very highly rated very successful games obviously not everyone loves them uh, but most people do um, but it's interesting to see once you get figures once people think something costs too much or, the, or there isn't a value there it's interesting to see people come out with the knives straight away like yesterday people going 200 million Imagine how many different indie games that could make. And it's like, why? <laughs> why, would I, why would I do that? Because I want to play a blockbuster game made by a first party that's getting the best out of its engine. Um, 
I bet Halo cost hundreds of millions to make as well. Um, and I'm not using that as a, as a comparison to say Halo was crap compared to these because, I mean, my opinion, it wasn't as good as these. Um, but other people have a different opinion. But people that want to play Halo games are not going to go, well, why would I put that 200 million from Halo into playing a bunch of indie games because I don't want to play that. Um, I mean, it is true that indie games will cost... You can you can create some indie games with tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even just a few thousand if you've got some creative people doing it on, on their own in the spare time sort of stuff, and you can get some phenomenal experiences. But things that look as beautiful as The Last of Us and Horizon Forbidden West Zero Dawn, whichever one it was, I, I'm going to look in the article and figure it out. Mm. Uh, Forbidden West was the latest one. Yeah, just it, all right. Well, yeah, it does. Yeah, Forbidden West. I just didn't know whether it was referencing that one or the first one. I don't know if it was the the remake of Horizon Zero Dawn or Forbidden West, but it is Forbidden West. <clears throat> so those two games, Last of Us Part Two, Horizon Forbidden West, two hundred plus million dollars each. Um, mm-hmm. But they look like games that would cost two hundred plus million dollars. The story and the development, they both came out and worked very very well on PlayStation, not so much PC. Uh, mm-hmm. But phenomenal experiences that are worth that money and earn that money back so what's the problem with that get down um but yeah it's, it is it is kind of eye-watering and it does kind of show like there's a lot of people that go yeah but games companies are just raking money in offers they probably still are <laughs> they probably it is still business but um video games this is where we come back to the conversation we've had like when, once once video games start costing about 70 pounds a lot of people going 70 70 pounds 70 dollars for a game are you I'm not sure about that. $40 is what it should cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but games that cost $40 20 years ago didn't used to cost $200 million to be made. They used to be costing $80 million to be made. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas now they cost $220 million to be made, and we're only paying $70. So we've not even doubled, but we've almost tripled the price, or have tripled the price in some instances kind of thing, uh, of, of development. And that's not including marketing costs and so on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so... Yeah, it 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 doesn't surprise me the figures because the article even mentions some of the figures that was it Sean Layden um, gave when he was talking about uh, yeah well Sean Layden games had reached between eighty and one hundred and fifty million for most AAA games eighty to one hundred and fifty million um, is how much it costs to make a game generally if you're looking at the top tier sort of game um, doesn't surprise me then that their top top games are above that. Um, because The Last of Us Part Two is one of the most beautiful games that exists right now. And it will, yeah. it will get beaten, no doubt. Uh, as time goes on, that's just the nature of the beast. But it doesn't surprise me that that's one of the most expensive games out there. So, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It was a great game. It cost a lot. It kept a lot of people in jobs for five years. And a lot of people played it, loved it. And a lot of people were looking forward to seeing it turned into a TV series when we get season two of The Last of Us on HBO kind of thing. Yeah. Phenomenal. The costs are kind of irrelevant for, uh, to me. The bit that is interesting is the fact that we do have access to that now, though. And this is why I love mm. the court cases. A lot of the journalistic outlets out there are bored of covering this court case. Let it rumble on for a bit longer for me. I mean, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I want it to get solved so we know what's happening with Activision Blizzard, whether Xbox is getting it or not, whether PlayStation are getting some stuff. We'll come on to that in just a second. Um, but, yeah. Keep, keep it rumbling for as long as we can because there's always people that cock up. There's always things that just get shared because some people in video games, excuse me, don't realize that the information that they usually keep behind their little card as they whisper to each other and only share certain bits. So, yeah, you can, we'll tell you it costs that much. Ah, but we'll also just only mention this bit. Whereas now, 
it's like, excuse me, can you just put the card down? Because we didn't actually hear the figures that you were just talking about. And this is where it's beautiful <laughs> because it's like, oh, shit, I didn't realize that once I've said it, I have to give it all to everyone everywhere. Oh, no. So love it, love it, love it. We had it with the Apple versus Epic case. Mm-hmm. We now have it in this um, Microsoft FTC case. Uh, and what's funniest, though, is that this is Microsoft versus FTC. And PlayStation are the ones that are out in their own figures, which is just beautiful. It's like it's like it's not even your fight, but you've just come in and haymaking yourself. What are you doing? It's that Idiots. Tyson Fury bit where he punches himself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from PlayStation stood to the side watching Tyson Fury beat someone else and they're just punching <laughs> themselves in the face in the corner. <laughs> nice. Um it's all about the base, 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 buttery biscuit base. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um Sony Screwed by Sharpie Snafu. There's your title for this. Exactly, Iceman. Do you know what? If anyone needs a 1950s headline writer, Iceman is your man. <laughs> Sony Screwed by Sharpie Snafu. I don't think Snafu's been written in the mainline press. <laughs> I haven't heard that in about 20 years. <laughs> I was going to say about 80. I've heard it, but, 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 but only recycled. From, but nice one, nice one. Um, so yes, there you go. Polar Redacted Sony Docs. Yikes! 200 million plus is what it costs to make a Sony headline game. So if you wonder why it costs a lot, if you wonder why PlayStation don't put their games on Game Pass equivalent stuff, day one and date, um, day one, day and date, should I say, and on PC, day one, day and date, it's because it costs them 200 million to make and they need to recoup that money somewhere. Kind of makes sense. Nice. So, yeah, interesting to see. Doesn't change anything. Doesn't change anything. Just gives you a little bit more nuanced information yeah um but yes one thing we were talking about in that which i said we'll come back to in a second is this newly revealed emails shed light on microsoft sony negotiations over activision's playstation future playstation boss wanted bethesda games included in deal this is written by matt wales at eurogamer so same sort of conversation but slightly different. Uh, as part of Microsoft's court battle with the US antitrust agency, the Federal Trade Commission, emails between Xbox boss, nailed it, Phil Spencer, and PlayStation head, Jim Ryan. Why, why is it not Xbox head and PlayStation boss? I'd be able to say that all the time. Um, anyway, Phil Spencer and Jim Ryan have been revealed outlining Microsoft's initial proposal to Sony regarding the Activision Blizzard games it would be willing to keep on the PlayStation platform should its 69... Nice. Nice. Billion dollar acquisition be approved and Ryan's lengthy counter proposal. As confirmed by Phil Spencer last September, Microsoft contacted Sony shortly after the January announcement of its proposed Activision Blizzard acquisition, providing a signed agreement to Sony guaranteeing Call of Duty would remain on PlayStation with feature and content parity for, quote, at least several more years beyond Sony's current contract. Uh, during his FTC deposition this week, Ryan admitted he, quote, wasn't particularly happy with Microsoft's original proposal, but, quote, hoped it was an opening salvo, end quote. Excuse me. Coughing. Uh, And we now have a more precise picture of his initial response, thanks to newly revealed emails as spotted by the Verge's Tom Warren. In a reply dated 26th of May, Ryan informed Spencer that Microsoft's proposal court did not fulfill uh, the objective of ensuring Activision Blizzard games are available on PlayStation uh, and that the company had serious concerns uh, which an enclosed counter proposal from Sony was attended to address. Ryan then outlined quote two fundamental principles that are critical to mitigating the acquisition's potential negative impact to gamers. 
uh, it is essential to agree that all Activision titles will remain on PlayStation irrespective of their original release dates or whether they can be classified as part of a particular franchise, just as they have been historically. He continued, quote, and this commitment needs to be a lengthy one, not just a few years after the acquisition, end quote. Uh, Ryan also insisted an agreement must be made to, quote, address the manner in which the games will be available. If Activision games are made available only on terms that are disadvantageous uh, for PlayStation in comparison with other platforms, this could be tantamount to not making them available on PlayStation at all. As an example, Ryan wrote, quote, making Activision games available on PlayStation after those games have been made available on Xbox would be contrary to the spirit of Microsoft's commitment to keep Activision games on PlayStation as well as unsatisfactory for gamers. As long as you agree to the fundamental principle, Activision games should not receive unequal treatment on the party's subscription services. We are open to further discussing the details of how this might be accomplished. Ryan continued, adding, quote, the equal treatment of Bethesda games would be a logical subject for the parties to discuss because it involves some of the same concerns as the availability and or unequal treatment of Activision games, end quote. Uh, Ryan's note to Spencer ended by requesting Microsoft confirm, quote, these terms are acceptable as a framework for the parties to negotiate an appropriate written agreement, uh, end quote, and that an agreement would be prepared upon doing so. Microsoft's next key email, also revealed during the FTC case, came three months later on the 26th of August 2022, when Xbox boss Phil Spencer reiterated that the Xbox company would like to find a way to maintain Sony's relationship as an important distributor of Activision content once we've closed the Activision acquisition. Spencer added he would, quote, continue to stand behind uh, a January's written agreement pledging to keep all existing console titles on Sony, including future versions of Call of Duty franchise or any other current Activision franchise on Sony through the 31st of December 2027, um, end quote. Spencer repeated this would include content and feature parity and promised there would be, quote, no timed exclusive releases of content on Xbox consoles. However, he then added, it is hard to align the principles set out in your email on the 26th of May 2022 with Sony's leading role in the market. As I said before, we believe that keeping these titles on Sony, as we did with Minecraft, is, right, uh, is the right thing for the industry and gamers, end quote. Uh, okay, I'll, I'm gonna f I'll finish the article. I know it's been quite a long one, but it's, it's interesting, so I'll go through it. As, the Verges, uh, as per the Verge's report of this week's trial, Spencer is said to have included a list of titles that would remain on PlayStation as part of his August email, but Ryan, during his deposition, said the list was not meaningful and represented a particular selection of older titles that would remain on PlayStation. For example, Overwatch is on there, but Overwatch 2 is not. Uh, it's at this point in the timeline following Spencer's email that talks seemingly began to break down between Microsoft and Sony in a very public manner. Spencer began openly discussing certain aspects of his Sony negotiations with press, causing Ryan to call Microsoft's initial deal inadequate on many levels. Uh, I hadn't intended to comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion, Ryan told Games Industry Office at the time, but I feel I need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this into the public forum, end quote. Since then, Sony has stood staunchly against Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard, even as more and more regulators around the world began approving the deal. Currently, the UK's CMA is the only regulator to have blocked the acquisition, a decision Microsoft will soon appeal, but the FTC has also expressed its displeasure at the proposal. Microsoft's court battle with the FTC is set to continue into this week as the antitrust agency attempts to secure an injunction to block the company's activism with a deal ahead of its own internal deliberations. <gasps> so expect further reveals as proceedings continue. Okay, we'll stop there. Nice, done. Great article. Thank you very much, Matt Wales and Eurogamer, for the write-up there. Interesting. Mm -hmm interesting because we did see you, you see things like phil spencer starting the conversations well we've we've put an offer on the table playstation didn't refuse it 
uh, didn't accept it. So it is what it is. Um, that was the first opening salvo publicly. Obviously, there was conversations going beyond that. But it is interesting to see it written out in that sort of sense. Ryan... Uh, no, Spencer, Phil Spencer, I'll, actually, I'll leave the name just in case people aren't familiar with him. Xbox said to PlayStation, we want you to have Call of Duty for the next few years. PlayStation goes, the next few years isn't enough if we have a proper conversation about us mm-hmm. keeping access to that game and all other Activision games um, and us having full parity, then we can have a conversation. Then Xbox went, okay, here's a list of the games that you can have, leaving off key games like Overwatch 2, but only putting Overwatch in there, which is, in legal frameworks, dodgy, because that's just like, oh, yeah, of course you can have all of this in my hand. And it's like, yeah, but what about your other hand? I said in my hand, yes. Yeah, but what about your other <laughs> Yes, my hand. And it's, it's Whether intentional or not, PlayStation were right to question that. I would have been questioning that. In in. Uh, black and white, letter of the law, legal stuff, I'd have been like, you've not said I've got Overwatch 2 there. I've got access to Overwatch. Again, that no one technically is playing anymore. Um, and then they were, in my mind, right to say, you're trying to push yourself as as this, we look after everyone, we're here, we're, we're, we're for the people, but you've stopped us getting, in theory, Bethesda games. Where There was a conversation in the Discord about this the other day. Someone, I think it was Chappers, was asking, do games like Starfield and another one, I can't remember which one it was, which are Xbox exclusive, but not exclusive, but might be exclusive, but not sure if they're going to be exclusive games. Uh, So Starfield has never been pushed as an Xbox exclusive, I believe. Um, But is it going to be? Is it not going to be? Is is uh, so? Yeah, basically, Skyrim, Starfield could be um, Xbox only games, but nobody really knows. And PlayStation saying, "Well, you're already taking brands. Starfield's different." Um, but you're all taking brands like, like Skyrim, which exists on PlayStation, and that might mm-hmm. just be an Xbox thing now. And Bethesda, yeah, is owned by you, but if Bethesda wasn't owned by you and they made Starfield, that would be coming to PlayStation. I believe there was actually conversations, or we covered it a few months ago, that Starfield was already being dreamt up before Xbox bought Bethesda, and at that point in time, they were already going to be making that for PlayStation. Um but they've now halted on all of that sort of stuff to just work on the game generally, i.e. just for, for Xbox. So naturally, if you are Jim Ryan, it's like, okay, you've bought a brand and you're saying that you're not you're not wanting to keep that to Xbox consoles, but your actions with other brands that you've done the same thing are already proving contrary to that. So if we can have a conversation that does have console parity, that does have free access, not just to Call of Duty, but all Activision titles, and we can have a conversation in the short term about securing that with Bethesda, then that shows us that you are actually looking to do that as the long term and not just looking to get it past the line and then change the race completely. Um, At which point, Phil Spencer's then gone, actually, I'm going to talk about this publicly. And Jim Ryan's gone, okay, we were having a private discussion, but I see what you're doing now. Nice. I didn't want to have this in public view. So it's quite funny seeing that because... The reason I've gone through all of that there, I know the articles have gone through it, the reason I've gone through that there is because that's my understanding of it. I thought, um, before reading all that, that it was the other way around. I thought Phil Spencer was bringing it to the public because Jim Ryan at PlayStation was just trying to upset the apple cart, was just trying to knock them off course with the, the purchase. And it doesn't actually seem like that from these emails. It looks like PlayStation were actually, I mean, standing in the corner wanting to get a good deal, but were still pursuing a deal it doesn't seem like xbox from my understanding 
were as open to it as as I had been led to believe by Big Philly Spence for the last 18 months. That's my understanding. What are your thoughts, Bib? Yeah, I mean, it, this is obviously something that me and you have been giving our thoughts and opinions on over, it feels like a year at this moment in time, maybe even longer. Um, and my position, uh, it seems like I keep on flip-flapping on this. I'm seeing it from both sides of the fence and then I'm just sitting straight on it, but then I might end up landing in a completely different camp, but then my opinion will change the very next day. Like, if Xbox have stumped up the cash for whatever it is that they're stumping up the cash for, whether or not it's Bethesda, whether or not it's the Activision, um, Blizzard uh, merger, like surely it's up to them how they want to be able to market the games, whether or not it's going to be a console exclusive. I understand that before there was Bart, Starfield could well have been a PlayStation game as well, but it's up to them surely to have the rights of how they distribute these games as and when, because they now have the rights to be able to do it. Like, I feel like that's always what I end up coming back to. Like if you were someone who obviously wanted to buy an IP of whatever it is, you might end up getting the history of it because you paid for the rights for that. And then you can distribute it as to however you want in the future, whether or not you want it to just be a Netflix thing, whether or not you just want it to be an Apple thing, whether or not you want it to go onto channel four, like the choice is yours as to how you want to distribute it. You might end up pissing the people off who, uh, using Black Mirror then for instance, Black Mirror obviously used to be something that was on channel four way back when, maybe the first two seasons, then Netflix bought it. It gets taken off for channel four. And the only way that you can watch it now is on Netflix. Even though originally, it was far up and made for Channel 4. Like Netflix can do whatever they want with that now. They just might to, want to sell it to later on down the line to Apple. Who knows? Just but. jump in there. I see the analogy, but there's a big flaw in that, in that um, Black Mirror is a piece of content um, mm-hmm. that will just be a piece of content, whereas mm-hmm. Call of Duty within the Activision uh, scenario is a piece of content that will shape first parties and that's and that's the difference here is it's not just a case of so like the bethesda wheel uh, deal went through because that was a black mirror sort of purchase okay you are taking something that i want that will piss me off if you take it away from me but it is what it is Uh, whereas call of duty and activision is a different conversation it's not like for like because of the the further impacts that that has in terms of content availability in terms of driving it's it's an absolute goliath yeah, there was another article. I think it might have been the one that I put in the Discord um, that had stats on exactly how much games sell. And lots of people believe that FIFA is the biggest in terms of revenues or something like that. And I believe it was Call of Duty actually outsold FIFA in terms of overall revenue generated. Um, so if FIFA can't even compete with Call of Duty, and FIFA is the global game, mm-hmm. football, um, then then that's that's a completely different conversation in that sort of sense then it's not just yeah so it isn't just like a, a black mirror going from channel 4 to netflix it's like taking the ability to broadcast <laughs> and yeah. giving that to netflix well, and going, I mean, okay if you want to use the internet you can yeah. but on our terms for the next few years it's almost that sort of conversation um, well, i mean if they're willing to pay for it then i understand like i understand i'm literally just playing devil's advocate here at the same time kind of putting my uh, what my thoughts and opinions out there but if they have the money to be able to buy it they have the rights to do whatever the fuck they want with it playstation themselves could buy activision blizzard if they so wanted but is it was there a gentleman's agreement that something like that has to be on both consoles and Microsoft have gone, actually, we'd now have the money to be able to buy this, so we'll disregard what 
previous potential agreements that we had on the table beforehand and we'll just take this for themselves like i understand the monopoly might end up being built by it but if they have the money to be able to buy it who say that they shouldn't but that's the point an op- a monopoly is exactly what's been discussed here um and a monopoly is illegal so essentially you're saying as long as you've got the money to afford to break the laws then you can break the laws <laughs> but that's the problem it's like it's 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 exactly that that they're going against in theory obviously playstation mm-hmm. are a business and are doing it for themselves uh, as as much as they are for gamers everywhere but there is still the underlying point that just because microsoft are inc- incredibly rich doesn't mean that they should have access to change the mm-hmm. world in their image because that's what monopolies are monopolies give people unquestionable and uncontrollable uncontestable power um mm-hmm. and that's what playstation is uh, saying microsoft are taking a huge step towards here which i do believe in some instances they are do i believe it's it's that cutthroat black and white no i don't but do i believe that will be uh, mm-hmm. huge in terms of changing the shape and landscape of games yes yeah. probably and and this the article has actually actually put microsoft in a, in a in a worse light than i originally thought they were because i thought it was i thought it would always go through i said that it would get held up and i said that microsoft will find a way to get it pushed through in every area and the cma and the ftc and any other governing body would eventually just go go on then go ahead you've changed <laughs> whatever we we feel also give us a big brown envelope full of cash nice um and we've made it go ahead i've always said that that will be the case um but i do believe that that there is some concerns in here in terms of Microsoft getting access to all of that content. But if they did that with the good guy attitude, like Phil Spencer was showing publicly, then do you know it can't be that bad. But then when you actually read through the email chain, it's not it's not actually that good. It's it's not it's not bad, <laughs> but it's uh we'll give you stuff for he literally said a few years. A few years? What is that? We will give you access to Overwatch, but not Overwatch 2. There is it's either incompetent emissions or it's on purpose. And I don't believe Phil Spencer and his lawyers are that incompetent. That said, I didn't think PlayStation's lawyers were incompetent, but they can't even scan things redacted properly. So what, what do we know? <laughs> what do we know? Um, yeah, so in, yeah, it's, it, it's an interesting one. I still feel Xbox will buy Activision Blizzard. I don't think it will stop. I think it will be naturally delayed by uh, ongoing court case stuff, but I believe the upcoming court case stuff could be the end of it. At that mm-hmm. point, they could satisfy the CMA and the FTC and get it through. I do believe they will at some point. Um, it's just a matter of, I want to see how they box things off because 10 years of working with PlayStation um, is not a long time. It's not a long time. Um, and like we saw EA get 10 years of Star Wars exclusivity and they would got mm-hmm. three games in that sort of time. And not three all bangers. Them- not all of them, though, and not all of the time. Star Wars Celebration made Battlefront 2 a banger. Mm-hmm. Battlefront 1, great multiplayer game, no single-player game, lots of flaws in it. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order, great, once they got rid of the bugs and stuff. So, yeah, they got there eventually, but it could have been t- t- 10 years of huge success. Instead, it was 10 years where there was three games, a bit patchiness, but that 10 years flew by. So 10 yeah, years of, of Call of Duty on PlayStation could fly by. And within seven years of that, you're already, if you are PlayStation and you've not got another agreement in place, by year mm-hmm. seven, you're already thinking, okay, we need to have... Not, not we need to start thinking. We need to have our plans for exit strategy in place. We need 
our other game to be in place or we need to fucking start slating yeah. call of duty publicly so that nobody else plays it or whatever it is um so yeah it's a weird one though isn't it because you'd think over the last five years that regardless of the war zone thing that's going on beside that actual actual call of duty itself was on a decline verbally whoever it is that you were speaking to it just wasn't the same feeling that they had previously but Obviously, with the introduction of Warzone and everything else that's that's brought in with it, DMZ, which, by the way, I'm going to go out and say that I was definitely one of the people around that actually thought DMZ was any fucking good. I got slagged off to high heaven that this game mode was absolutely dog shit, yet here we are, and people are making so much content out of it nowadays, more so than Warzone. And I feel like it's just one of those things that people just hated on before they ended up actually getting a good old chance of playing it. I've not um, actually seen anyone hating on DMZ. Most people I were like, oh, do you know what? Actually, that's pretty good. Like, it was. Ne- I never actually saw anyone hating on it. I just saw When that first surprised. came out, Graham, that was fucking tin pot stuff, apparently, to everybody else. Like, it was a game mode that nobody wanted to play, no one wanted to, because uh, Warzone is the be-all and end-all, Battle Royale. No one was interested in playing anything else. But DMZ is now in the obviously in the, the the limelight, and people are actually enjoying playing it. But I feel like it's yeah. the circles that you're in because I yeah I watch a lot of people that um are park off and and stuff players. So DMZ was like it was a fun version of that kind of thing. Tag off light mm-hmm. was what people were kind of calling it. So tag off light. I mean that's a good way of putting it. To be fair, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, anyway, I interrupted. Continue. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's. I, 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 I actually don't know where else I was going with that. Um, but yeah, the, sorry, the popularity of Call of Duty seems to have been waning, but the likes of Warzone and DMZ coming back through obviously made that game so much more popular again. I don't know whether or not without those two things, and I know it's it's Captain Einsight at this moment in time, but if those two things weren't available now, would would Call of Duty still be as big as it is now? Nope. And I, 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 yeah, I genu- I genuinely feel like it wouldn't be as uh, sought after or fought after as it is now. Yeah, without those two things, like Warzone is making the money hand over fist. Would it, it still is, be it, massive? Yes. Would it still have people that would buy it every year, regardless? Yes. Call of Duty is that big, and that's part of the reason why PlayStation doesn't want Xbox to have exclusive ownership of it because Call of Duty mm-hmm. will just make sales. Hard physical sales every year. I mean, Call of Duty has done what most games would love to do and has gone free to play. Nice. But it is that strong that it still sells its box off the shelf copy at $70 every year Mm -hmm. and $110 for the special edition every year because it's just that powerful that they can go, oh, we'll do free to play and uh, full price reveal because they can do that. So, but yeah, you are 100% right. Call of Duty has had a massive resurgence in the last five years because massively down to Warzone, uh, giving it that always on, that live service uh, sort of play. It's Call of Duty like a football game. Came out in September. Well, it was more like October, but we'll sit with the September because I'm talking football crossover. Came out in mm-hmm. September, and by the end of the football season, people are waiting for the next game. And that's what happens with Call of Duty just a little bit later on. By the time you get to June, July, August, people are already talking about Modern Warfare 3. I don't want to play Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Fuck this shit. Give me Modern Warfare 3. I want the next one. And then you get the early beta access and stuff like that, so people stop playing the game completely while that's out and then jump back to it and so on until the game comes out and then they go again. But um, that doesn't happen as much now. It does happen, 
but not as much because there is seasons in Warzone. And now adding to DMZ uh, on top of that, yes, 100%. Microsoft are looking to buy Activision for two reasons. One, because it's massively successful right now with Call mm-hmm. of Duty. Um, they have reacted very, very quickly to market trends by incorporating both Battle Royale and what do you call Tarkov? Is it it's not uh, Extraction? It's a loot. Yeah, Extraction Shooter. So Extraction Shooters and uh, Battle Royale, they've incorporated both of those as fourth and fifth game options. You used to only have three games. You'd have your main single-player mm-hmm. campaign, multiplayer, and then Zombies or... Uh, spec ops or whatever it was called um but then we now have warzone and then we have extraction uh shooter on on top of that in dmz so there's five different games within that so that's the reason why call of duty is as peaked because they're not just resting on their multiplayer history and, and going okay well we've got esports i've got the cdl on top of this this is great they're actually throwing all sorts of stuff into it but on the flip side the reason why microsoft are looking to buy this company is twofold we're in an acquisition stage of the games industry, just like we were in cinema, best part of 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. All the studios started buying all the smaller studios. Made that, I mean, there was a massive problem with vertical integration, which is coming to, into video games. I've spoken about this before. Vertical integration, very simply put, is the studios in cinema um, basically bought everything from top to bottom, from the people making the movies to the people distributing the movies to the theaters that were actually putting them out, basically forcing everyone to show exactly what they wanted. You want to you put the new MCU film out? Well, you've got to take these 27 other shit films and pay for them as well. Yeah, but I don't want to spend all that money. No one's going to come and see it. I won't get my money back. Okay, if you don't want that, no, you're not getting the headline one, so nobody will come to your cinema then. It was bad. It was bad. But anyway, that is... The industry is in that sort of phase. It will probably have a bad patch and then get figured out eventually. Um, but so we're not only in an acquisition phase, but Activision became acquirable because Bobby Kotick fucked the business badly. Um, mm. Internally, lots of issues. It suddenly became, oh shit, we need to get rid of him. The business is, is nosediving. We've got loads of different government agencies looking at our business and seeing whether we are viable and looking after our staff. Selling it is probably the best thing. So suddenly, something that was very profitable, um, something you'd love to be able to acquire, suddenly became acquirable. That's the reason why Activision was was snapped up instantly by Microsoft because they got a sniff of it. It was the most expensive deal in history. And they were like, okay, yeah, I love it. Fuck it. It's worth it. Uh, So that's the reason PlayStation stressed. So that's why... These emails are great to see because it's it's good to see behind the curtain. Once again, the Microsoft FTC case showing stuff that you wouldn't get to see. We'd be sat here thinking that Jim Ryan was the knobhead because Phil Spencer's the nice guy. But actually, Phil Spencer's not been quite as nice. He's not been bad, but he's not been as forthcoming as he makes it sound when he puts things out publicly and, and airs the dirty laundry in public sort of thing. So, yeah, it's good to see. It's good to see. We'll keep you up to date with anyway, as we always do, as it progresses. But Spike says, COD doesn't surprise me because they they are limited. They aren't limited with microtransactions that they can pump out. COD is bound to have more players from different backgrounds than FIFA. Um, I mean, yes, I wouldn't say bound to. FIFA is played around the world. Uh, football is played around the world. I, I know more people that kick a football around than shoot people with guns. So... In that sense, football is more accessible than shooting people to death. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least in the UK, anyway. Uh, backstory, did I miss much in the last five minutes? Nah, just waffling. Hi. Just waffling. Uh, Sony uses COD money to make PlayStation exclusives and thus improve their platform. 
This is why uh, why they cannot lose it. Even losing the marketing will have a big impact on their platform. Activision purchases massively about mobile too. Xbox getting king and increasing their player base is huge. Who knows? We may get a decent Xbox mobile app <laughs> one day. One day. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, but Microsoft, and this is where where it's it's Microsoft and not Xbox. Microsoft understand market trends and transitions and mobile whether we want to believe it or not will be the future of video games mobile is now the future of everything you do you go to mcdonald's i'll pay on my phone not everyone a lot of people do uh you want to order something i'll just do it off my phone even though i've got a million screens sat in front of me at this pc i'll just order it off amazon my app because it's just there nice and easy and it's got all my details saved in people use their phone that is their conduit to the world you always see these banksy sort of emotive thought triggering posts about people always just stuck to their little glass screens but people will do that and that will progress so giving people access to the full gaming experience through that little piece of glass in your hand is the future and microsoft understands this which is why yeah a big part of the uh the cma's throwing out of the activision acquisition is based on mobile uh accessibility and cloud tech um so yeah fully agree fully agree um no more people who kick a football than shoot people said after spending time in new york exactly exactly <laughs> ah the good old days when phones just made calls and texts i wasn't old enough to, to know phones pretexts so yeah uh, mobile games will never appeal to me i mean until the match uh, until they can match the power of a pc with a phone maybe then exactly but that's the point though you'll never match the power of a pc with a phone which is where cloud tech comes in because then mm-hmm. you don't need to match the power of a PC. You just use the PC through the phone. So we're already there. It just doesn't work properly yet. Not on my internet. Baby's internet, fine. Yeah. Mine, not so much. Uh, Your 5G outside, if you was to be in a half-decent reception area, your 5G on your phone is more than capable of being able to do that. It's just, obviously, you don't want to be tanning your data all the time, do you? You want decent enough Wi-Fi at home to be able to do the work for you. So... I imagine if you've got decent enough internet, you're already 95% of the way there in the future that they actually want for you. But if you're out and about, obviously you can't play it on a train. We've tried that using our own mobile data when we're trying to play <laughs> PUBG. So yeah, that, that's where the hindrances start to come in. That's why it won't necessarily take off just yet, but there will definitely be a world. I'm probably going to say within the next 10 years where 6G comes out and you can use it whenever they want at whatever speed you want, even maybe on a plane. Do you know what I mean? You're flying over the Atlantic, you've got fucking 6G, bosh. Jobs are good. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But, but that's like the access via data is just something we are accepting as our modern environment. The idea of being able to play without a wire didn't exist 15, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. let alone not playing without a wire that's not even connected wirelessly to your internet, but just through through the airwaves. Within 10, 15 years, like 27G speeds will be fucking fully wildly mm. accessed. And, and putting a wire in? You used to plug wires in? What the fuck? You have a router? What is a What? So, yeah, but that's it. We'll, we'll be there in no time. And Microsoft understands that completely, which is why they're putting all their eggs in that basket and are very, very smart to do so. PlayStation are doing the same. Um, Shuhei Yoshida said a couple of weeks ago, just before I went away, that PlayStation understand how important cloud is. They don't have anything right now, but they are investing a lot of time into that. And they were doing that with Gaikai a bajillion years ago. Um, So they do have a lot of facilities, but they don't have anything like Microsoft does. Microsoft's Azure network and all of their cloud systems from Microsoft not Xbox, will put Xbox miles and miles ahead, 100%. Uh, still can't beat Snake on a 3310. Nice. Snake, best game ever. 
I also hate small screens. I only use my Switch on a main monitor. No, I get that as well. Um, but that will be something that that is a problem that they will get past. Mm-hmm. Be that something like Apple's Macho Man Randy Savage goggles, um, Google Glass esque Iron Man looking Manor Report 3D heads up displays and shit like that. They will find a way to make it clear, make it see through, make it smaller, make it something that fucking just is implanted into your brain, whatever it is. They will find a way of making those screens bigger, but in a smaller form factor. There is always yeah. a way of... It's just, it just needs to be done. Uh, I know it's, it's such a stupid thing to say, an easy thing to say, hard thing to do, but they will make it happen. They will make... The, the first thing they'll do is make it work, and then they'll make it accessible. That's That's just the nature of the beast. So getting everything into that small handheld is the first part and then getting that small handheld into a bigger form factor or not, or appearing bigger is where we'll go. But they'll, they'll do it. They'll do it. Guaranteed. Uh, I'm used to small things in my hand. Wait, that came out wrong. <laughs> Tito reveal. Um, yeah, games on phones are virtually impossible to play. Text is always way too small. That's what she said. Uh, eventually, yeah, I can agree. I'll be dead by then. <laughs> Still with yeah. my Back to the Future flycast. <laughs> uh, imagine. Yeah, Back to the Future thought by the... Uh, uh, fucking what was it 20 2005 2015 whatever it was we were supposed mm-hmm. to be in flying cars and, and so on by the year 2015 we've got smartphones yeah yeah None. yeah exactly exactly okay we'll put a pin in that we are overrunning now because you know first day oh not even got it full screen not uh, first day back for a while but we'll jump into this one by shunaldo cat gaming bolt the cycle frontier is shutting down on september the 27th jaeger has announced that the cycle frontier will be shutting down its servers on the september 27th and in the meantime has provided accelerated progression so developer jaeger has announced that its pvpv extraction shooter the cycle frontier will be shutting down on september 27th i don't know if we've said that three times already but it will be shutting down on the september 27th nice the studio made the announcement stating that the running uh, running the game is not excuse me financially viable since making the announcement the student has uh, studio has disabled all real money purchases that could be made in the game the studio has also stated that any purchases made after June the 14th will be refunded. As the game heads into its shutdown date, Jaeger has made the Cycle Frontiers Fortuna Pass free for all players, along with discounting level skips and accelerating all in-game progression. Jaeger first announced the cycle back in 2018. The game was originally launched exclusively on Epic Game Store as a battle royale before making its way into Steam and pivoting to becoming a PvPvE format extra- extraction shooter in the vein of games like Tarkov and hunt showdown the cycle frontier can still be played until its servers shut down on steam and the epic game store sad times sad times yeah it is it is uh because i remember playing the cycle uh when not even the frontier so i remember playing the cycle when it came out uh, on epic game store i never got around to playing frontier um but i believe that this game hasn't died because of the content or the the, the play base that's in there i believe that it's died because of the cheaters and the hackers that are within the game and they didn't know how to stop it. Um, which is which is a massive shame because obviously the people who are hacking and cheating obviously in love this game that much that they want to be able to get uh to the to, to, to progress as fast as they can to be the best that are that's on there. And I'm not saying that that is a good thing at all, but their actions have led this game to die. Um, because that is the I, I ended up watching like a small documentary on this, like maybe six days in fact it was last weekend uh on saturday that i was watching something on this not the fact that it was closing down because this is fresh news but the fact that it's going that way because of all the stuff that's happening within it and it's it's people themselves that are broken this because uh the the playbase itself as i mentioned actually i love this game um 
but it's the fact that you could be having a really, really good run and then two hackers can just come in, kill you from the other side of the map, steal your shit, and then uh, end up get, uh, end up extracting. Like, loving so much that you, that you end up killing it is just such a thing that happens in video games nowadays. And this is just another one, unfortunately. This is just another body. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, excuse me. It kind of doesn't surprise me that they are heading that way anyway, just because it was it was made in, what, 2018, 2019, did it say? 2018. So it's had um, five or six years almost, uh, depending on when it was released in 2018. Um, a bunch of time in the limelight, Battle Royale bubble has, I don't, I don't want to say burst. It hasn't burst. It's definitely not burst. Battle Royale bubble is still there. Um, but there's a lot more competition now and a lot of it is fully cemented into the hearts and minds. So with the likes of the Warzones and Fortnites and Apexes mm. and uh, PUBGs as well, obviously, um, it's always going to be difficult for a game to survive in that. So they pivoted and they went into extraction shooters by copying Tarkovs and things like that, which is great. But Tarkov uh, and extraction shooters is something that already exists. We've got a Tarkov and they mentioned another one here, mm-hmm. Hunt Showdown. Call of Duty, you've got DMZ, and then there's a few more as well on the way that that are looking to compete. So in terms of arena brawlers, we've seen uh, Rumbleverse, and we've seen Knockout City, games like that come try, not be able to change the narrative, mm-hmm. give it a go, and leave. Um, but yeah, it doesn't surprise me that this would happen to the cycle frontier as well because no one in my circles have been talking about this at a very high level it probably it's it's more of a niche shooter and niche is fine as long as you've had your pokemon go moment if you've been big in mm-hmm. front of all of the world and then become niche your niche will still be bigger than most games exist and that's yeah. that's what i would say that's how i'd classify pubg right now pubg was was a a global phenomenon um, that isn't a global phenomenon anymore, but because it was so successful, it has more than enough uh, more than enough to keep it sustainable forever. And if they mm-hmm. get any extra pops on that, job's good. The cycle never had that moment, so its niche mm-hmm. is smaller. Then you couple that with yeah. ongoing cheats and people, then you're just pulling the rug out, uh, which means that, yeah, it's, it's not financially viable is the words that they use to, to sustain it because it just didn't have enough people there and the ones that were there have ruined it for everyone else. So this is why we can't have good things, people. Exactly that. Get them right. Um, uh, waiting for my flying skateboard, says Funny Asteroid, talking about Back <laughs> to the Future. Uh, also, those pizzas that cook in five seconds. Yeah, that start off that big and then come out that big. Yeah, yes, please. Um, I need a Back to the Future marathon now. Yeah. It's not going to be Google that does it. They can their successor to Google uh, Google glass in February to cut costs with little in the way of announcements. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame. I think they'll get there eventually. Just because they killed the successor, that's probably a prototype that they've spoken about publicly. There'll be another six behind the scenes that people are working on in Google's labs. Um, so yeah, Google Google Glass. I can't say lots of Gs in quick sessions like Xbox Boss. Google Glass. <laughs> um there's definitely something there. Google will come back to that, especially with the likes of Apple getting in there with their weird vision glasses, macho man thing. Um, Google will get there. Uh, 100%. 100%. It'll, they just, they work better when they get there first, but as with Android, they can get there second and, mm-hmm. and have an absolutely phenomenal time with it. So they will get there eventually. Uh, another one of Google's products to, uh, slash ideas to join, hashtag Google Graveyard. Nice. Google wait for someone to do it and then buy it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 
that too. That too. Okay, we'll wrap things up. So that is all of the articles apart from hashtag free game Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Sunday, Saturday. One of the days is Thursday on a Friday. On a Friday, <laughs> on a Thursday. You get what I'm saying? That's, that's nice. Okay, next article. This is Free Game Friday, but on Thursday, Jordan Midler at VG says, uh, VGC says, July 2023's PlayStation Plus Essential Games have been leaked. Update, Sony has officially announced July's PlayStation Free Plus. Free Game oh. Friday on a Thursday. Nice, yeah. Sony has officially announced July's PlayStation Plus Essential Games. So July 2023's PlayStation Plus Essential Games have been revealed ahead of their official announcement. As has become regular occurrence, the games were leaked. As, as I said, by Deal Labs user Bill Bill Cun, um, who has been accurately revealing the PlayStation Plus lineups almost every month since September 2021. According to the user, July's PS Plus games will be Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War for PS5 and PS4, Alan Wake Remastered whoop, whoop, for PS5 and PS4, and Endling Extinction is Forever, PS5, PS4. The games will be available from July the 4th. Ooh, is that? Of July, yeah, Independence Day <laughs> around one month. June, uh, June's t- titles include NBA 2K23, Jurassic World Evolution 2, and Trek to Yome, and can be claimed until July the 3rd. Essential is the uh, entry level PlayStation Plus membership tier, which offers subscribers access to a few free games every month. I'm not going to read the rest of it because PlayStation Plus tiers, you know what? You can read it, it's, it's there mm-hmm. forever, whatever. Have a read, but there is free games coming Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, Alan Wake Remastered. And Endling Extinction is forever. Any of those tickle your fancy, babe? Uh, yes, ideally all of them. But Alan Wake, I'm telling you, I was had this conversation with you yesterday in the Discord. But yeah, I haven't played the remastered version. I'm excited to actually jump into this one because the original Alan Wake, oh man, it was something else for the time. Um, it was literally a crime thriller that was being played out before your eyes. It's a smart, so, yeah. smart, smart move as well, though. Not only does it look beautiful, but Alan Wake 2 inbound mm-hmm. we've seen it yep. in the uh conferences over the last month get everyone playing what's hopefully i can't say it but hopefully an incredible game in alan wake remastered wet the whistle and then everyone buys alan wake too smart 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 yes. smart smart Very. Smooth. smart smart move even nice um also a big fan of call of duty black ops cold war being uh added because i have some cod points in Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on the PlayStation, but don't have a copy of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on the PlayStation. <laughs> so, for anyone who doesn't know how this is, if you ever get given a code uh, for a game, like COD points, you don't just get, here's COD points, redeem them. You'll get, here's COD points for Black Ops Cold War on PlayStation. And you can only add them to your account by firing up Black Ops Cold War on PlayStation, even though you've redeemed the code in the PlayStation Store. So I have like 2,400 COD points just floating around in the ether Mm -hmm. that as soon as I boot up Cold War, they'll drop into my account and then I can spend them then on Warzone 2 and wherever. But until I activate that game, I won't get them. So I've had this fucking invisible money floating around me for about two years i just i'm not i'm not spending 25 quid on a fucking copy of cold war because everyone's like stupidly pricing it up for the sake of like surely one of our friends our close friends has a copy not just on disc but they'll just let you sign into their account just to download the game i thought i had it but i don't i don't think i think we had this conversation last time it don't matter now i'll have it on on the fourth of july so jobs are good yeah five days i'll get it i'll get my 2400 coins so let's go baby (laughs) (laughs) um anyway uh, i wish to make a complaint 
it isn't free. You're paying for the PlayStation sub. No, it's definitely free. It's 100% free. Uh, Games on Gold, which is usually awful, is okay for July. Sniper Elite 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S, and Dynasty Warriors 9 on Xbox. Sniper Elite is a quality game, by the way. Uh, Never played Sniper Elite 5, but we did a launch event for Sniper Elite 4 a bunch of years ago. Phenomenal yeah. game. We got to shoot the shit out of stuff. It was great. It was great. Hashtag Trade Descri- uh, Descriptions Act. Uh, I forgot that even existed, Plum Rico. Yeah, Games on Gold. I forgot that existed. Didn't didn't they kind of like butcher it though in making it like Games with Gold twice a month? So if you logged in from the 1st mm-hmm. to the 15th of the month, you got free games. And then the 15th to the 30th slash 31st, you got free games. And you had to do it twice a month to get everything, which was just like... Why? I don't think they have it anymore. I don't think Games with Gold is a thing anymore. I mean, Plum Rico just said Sniper a lot. Uh, July's game is Sniper Elite 5 for Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. And then Dynasty Warriors 9 just on Xbox. So mm. Interesting. Seems or like maybe it, it was to stop giving away Xbox 360 games or something uh, like uh, that. Yeah, I do, yeah, maybe that. That does sound familiar now you've said that. They've kind of like got rid of the backlog and gone, fuck it. No one's playing this stuff. We can't afford to pay for it. Get the fucking out of here. <laughs> um, I don't think I've redeemed a game in months. Same. I don't think uh, I think I've only ever done one game. Sniper Elite Five is pretty good. No, it's, I, if it blew hit uh, if now I blew it, it. Oh, there we go. I blew of Hitler's nuts. Do you mean off, David? Easy. <laughs> is that a man? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I blew off Hitler's nuts in Sniper Elite Three. I think it was. I've got Hitler's balls at work. This is a fact. This I do have Hitler's nutsack mm-hmm. in a box next to my desk. Confirmed. Yeah. Shout out to Artifacts, by the way. Um, uh yeah artifacts is a cosplayer slash prop maker who we invited to the sniper elite four event and she brought hitler's testicles to shoot them <laughs> so gave me a, a spare set of hitler's balls because why not nice nice <laughs> on that bombshell we're gonna wrap things up thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of the scoop p honey i appreciate it thank you very much for gifting pirate louis six months sub uh me thank you very much for the sub uh david thank you very much for the 20 month sub in a row 29 in total we will, we will, we will, lol. Nice. Big hand with a big old raid with a party of 47. We've got Bai Bin Ho. Yes, Shagger. Uh, 55 months sub. Oof. Uh, Kraken with 100 bits. West with his 33 months bits sub home. Yeah. Gagad with his 33 months as well. Uh, and Nacho with 11 months. And Bowser. Oh, no, we still got more. Bowser. I thought Bowser kicked. No, ba- yeah, Bowser kicked things off with a raid early doors as well. Busy, busy old stream. Thank you very much for the support. We love you very much, you beautiful people. Um, just a reminder for those that have dropped in. If you dropped in late, if you didn't come in one of the raids, if you're just rolling in now, um, we went across a few stories today. One which was pretty insightful. Uh, Sony's lawyers are a bit useless. They tried to redact documents uh, <laughs> that were then shared in court, but didn't really scribble it out. So, yeah, basically, they covered stuff in Highlighter, and we got to see everything that, that was in there. So we now know secrets, like how much it costs video games to be made. It's not going to change the world, but it's information that we would never usually get hold of, which is what makes it so interesting. Beyond that, we went through emails shared between uh, Microsoft and Sony, um, Phil Spencer and Jim Ryan talking about the PlayStation uh, feud with Xbox over their acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Uh, so we got to see a little bit of what's gone on behind the scenes which kind of explains a little bit more context of what we've seen over the last 18 months or so. After that, we then jumped to talking about Psycho Frontier, which is shutting down in September. So if you want to play that game, you've probably got about eight weeks-ish left to play it, so get involved. And then we wrapped up with free game Thursday, as July's yes. PlayStation Plus games have been leaked. Thank you very much for everyone that has been around. We appreciate it very much. Dave's turning to Tito with the spelling. I'm not thick. 
I'm dyslexic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, my smelling has improved. Thank you very much. <laughs> Touche. Uh, why couldn't Sony's lawyers be City's lawyers? Exactly. Fuckers. Fuckers, fuckers, fuckers. Uh, yes, we're going to finish things up. We appreciate you for sticking around. Do feel free to join us again tomorrow. There'll be another episode of The Scoop with both me and Bib jumping in. Um, and then on Saturday... I'm not going to be back. I thought I would be for potentially our first chasing crates with missing a bajillion years, but we are having a jelly media do. So I will actually be at the office. So I won't be jumping back in for some chasing crates with me. <gasps> on that Saturday. means that you could, could jump in on Sunday then. I could do that. Yeah. That, that, that yeah. Could that could be it. I might jump in with some, some Fortnite fun times. Yeah. We're, we're doing that. Yeah. So if you guys probably understand that uh, I, I play a lot of PGA on this channel. For this week, I'm swapping that. We're nuking it after the after the showcase extravaganza that took place last Sunday with me and Nietzsche, getting all the dubs in the world. We're gonna jump back in on Sunday now. That was a hard. You've heard it here first by Nietzsche. It. I have the video evidence. I'm currently chopping up a video that shows me doing all the fucking work and him just coming in and getting the last kill. I am. I have I have that in progress. He got the last kill. It. It's slanderous. What about, what about all the other kills that he got? Slanderous. <laughs> slanderous. The first kill that you see on here is me fucking lighting him up for about 280. He goes, you fucking shot six. I'm like, I didn't fucking shoot six. You come on. One fucking shot him in the toenail and that was it. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sick of him. He's not playing. I mean, I'm, I'm fuming if I'm honest. Doesn't do that for me. Honestly. There's no, there's no hard carries for me. God damn. Because <laughs> he's uh, shit at PUBG. <laughs> first. Woo! Honestly, Bibby's, Bibby's, Bibby's aggressive because he got, he got <laughs> <Yeah>. hard. <laughs> I really mean it. <laughs> so yes, Saturday there won't be any PUBG because I'm going to be not here. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be at the LSU studio. But we're not going to be streaming because we are having a business do. So we'll be having yes. foods and, and drinks and stuff. So we very unlikely that we'll be firing up the stream whilst we're there mm -hmm. but do feel free to join us on sunday bibi will be playing some fortnite with nishwa and i am probably going to try jump in too so yeah yeah let's do it yeah yeah um i just want to point one thing out though just before we wrap things up about three weeks ago we shared um something and then i disappeared for three weeks but that was the fact that we do have a double trouble league running if you don't know what that is uh basically we have is it exclamation mark DTL? Did I set that up? Exclamation mark DTL. Yeah. So basically, if you watch our channel, you get sprinkles, like you do on any any channel on Twitch. It's our channel points. If you get enough sprinkles, you can redeem a Double Trouble League game when we're playing PUBG. Naturally, it's not going to happen this week, but if you do tune in next mm -hmm. week and we're playing some games, do you think, do you know what? I'll jump in for one game for a chance to win an entire Logitech gaming setup. That's a mouse, that's a keyboard, that's a headset and a mouse mat. Um, if you want to win some stuff just for playing some games with PUBG, then please do feel free to get involved with that. That will be running until the end of the year. We launched it, I went off and then got COVID, so we've not really had much time to speak about it again, but that is something that Logitech has supporting us with until the end of the year. So if you want to win some stuff, please do feel free to get involved with that. But for now, we are going to disappear. Before any of that happens though, Mr. Mm -hmm. Bibby, is there all you want to add? Uh, yes, very briefly, you all got you guys now know the situation. I'm dying for a piss, so I'm going to speed this <laughs> shit up. 
You know how to get in contact with us two ways. Discord or on social media. It's at Ice Cream Mold across all major social Fucking media Fucking hell, size of this moth. Uh, all we need from you is URL plus your fast impressions. You get the gist. We will then give you our fast impressions on the very next show, which will be tomorrow at 10 a.m. Ish. You, yeah, I said you guys all know this by now. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much it. Uh, David says, I edited a video with Wiley Coyote in it. It doesn't mean that he was in it. That's it. Well, that's in context, too. That's because you said you're editing the video where it shows you being better than Nietzsche. David's saying, No, because... never said that. Never said I was better than Nietzsche. I was saying that he stole all my fucking kills. That is what the edit is about. Not saying that he was better than me, not saying that I was better than him. It's the fact that I did all the fucking work. That's essentially it. Pod me. Pod me. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, you wasn't going to lie or manipulate in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to disappear. Yoda. <clears throat> Thank you for the moth. I appreciate you. Iceman, for the fuck this shit, I'm out. We appreciate you all for dropping in for this uh, stream today. Do feel free to join us 10 a.m. ish tomorrow we don't know what time it will be but if you do follow us you will get notified whenever we go live for now though stick around we're going to pass on the love drop a raid on one of our friends and let bibby go for the pp that he yeah. needs yeah until next time have yourselves a beautiful day Stay frosty. Stay frosty.